Feeling like life is overwhelming? Are you ready to break free and learn what it feels like to be unstoppable? Then you're in the right spot. Welcome to We Are Not Lost, the podcast focused on helping women find their true selves, learn to live more authentically, and stop feeling burned out. Here's your host, Satvinder Kaur. Hey, hello everyone. Welcome to the We Are Not Lost podcast with your host, Sat. And today I have an amazing guest with me, Susie Pass. And uh, she is the advocate for positivity and seeing possible in the impossible. And she's on a mission to help people find their best self through the power of their thoughts. And I'm so glad to have you here, Susie. Welcome to our show today. And today's uh, episode is the emotional discovery. And this is so close to my heart. Welcome, welcome to our show. Thank you, Sat. It is, it is so good to be here. And, and I love that you reached out to me for this conversation because it's, it's incredibly, as you know, close to my heart too. So I'm excited to talk to you about this today. Yeah, you know, it's so like I was thinking about it when I was writing this episode and first person it came to my mind it was you and honestly you won't you don't even know I'm connected to you on LinkedIn and only I was connected the way you were posting all the messages and I felt so connected and every time you posted something, I always make sure I listen that little video and whatever. It was, I felt so connected. So I think that's something tells me after I read about you. You are living those, you're inspiring others, and those are so authentic. And today's episode is about emotional discovery, and this is a, one of the very uh, critical aspect of self-discovery. And because I learned, like, I, I realize we never been taught about, you know, about our how to handle our emotions or how emotion work for us or how we need to work with them. We label our emotions, we good, bad, and we suppress it. And all I learned throughout my childhood, like, to suppress is, like, it's not like intentionally someone told me, but that's how I learned from the environment, the culture, and if someone ever was emotionally kind of, we kind of give them a label, emotionally weak. If someone tried to express themselves, like I kind of learned, I somehow I got that vibe. So that means weak. It took me a while to understand actually how we tell ourselves a story, that's how we feel it. And I want to start with the. One of the beautiful quotes by Tony Robbins, like, life does not happen to you. It happened for you. And this is resonate so much with your today's topic. And I want to ask you, when I was learning and reading about your story, uh, you are a cancer survivor. And it's a very rare one, only 4% of the population will get. And right after that, you also survived a brain damage injury. And you, after going through this many challenging time, for sure, it's, it must be very challenging. But the way you handled yourself, the way you handled your, 
the way you change your story. Tell me a little bit about from there, how, how the person you are now from how you started your journey from there. That is a good question. Um, and and first, actually, I want to celebrate you a little bit. As you started talking just a little minute ago, and you were talking about how you know you connected with me, I want to celebrate what it is that you're doing because I think you're right. So many of us do kind of shut down our emotions. We see that as weak. And what you're doing is now having the conversation around it and bringing it forth so that people understand that we all have this. Because like you said, connecting with me on LinkedIn when we share our stories, we are all going through things. And by putting them out there, like what you are doing by having these podcasts is allowing us to connect from that space, right? Making that okay for people to be able to share and understand this isn't weakness, right? This is strength. And so, and then that is part of what I learned going through what it is that I've been through. And it's hard because I will tell you with cancer, that was the big lesson that I learned. I, like you, had seen sharing that kind of thing, sharing emotion, connecting vulnerably with people as, as a weakness. At the time, like the hardest conversation that I had, I was, I got the call that I was diagnosed with cancer and first conversation I had to have with my husband was that I was going to need him. And that was hard for me. And for him, he's like, of course, yeah, no, I get that. I'm like, no, I'm going to need you. Like I would, I understood that I was going to need somebody to drive me to appointments. I was going to need somebody to take me to chemo. I was going to, you know, and for me, that wasn't okay before I set my life up so that I didn't need anybody. And that is, I think, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, and maybe the most powerful one that we can all learn, is that we do need each other. Yes, it all starts within us, but we are a community. We are here for each other. And the more we can share what's going on for us, actually the greater power that we have in this world, that We are all here to support each other. This is why we flock so much to community. This is why social media is so huge. We need that, right? Yeah, no, completely agree. I mean, it's okay to acknowledge your needs are and ask for the help. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, tell me, like, I mean, it must be a, tell me the certain things really help you to change your mindset. Mm-hmm. from going from the it's so easy to go to the victim mentality and it's natural yeah. it's so it's that's the first reaction to the anything happened to us but it takes a courage and takes a lot of courage to kind of change around that our story and how you become completely different person because of those challenges yeah, brain damage helps with a different person thing a little bit because it literally, you know, damages your brain. So it wipes out some of the, the you know, neural pathways that had been created previously in my life and you're rebuilding them. I think what I started to understand pretty quickly was that being able to recognize being in those different situations, because you can, it's, it is easy. It is easy to come at something as the victim, right? You're going through something hard but you start to recognize the lack of power in that, that sitting in a victim mentality really doesn't 
give you anything. It doesn't move you forward at all. But then when you can start to see what it does, when you start to look at, okay, wait, I can build off of this. Oh my gosh, this lesson that I learned. And, and I'm grateful for that after brain damage. I, I won't say I wasn't given the option because obviously there's always the option to do either or. I did though recognize by myself kind of trying to power through and do things that didn't serve me, what that was doing to my life, what that was doing to my recovery. And so I got very, very clear on reflecting on what did empower me and being able to see very clearly the results of that. I think that's part of, I know it sounds crazy, part of my superpower now is that I understand, like going through everything, there is that that very clear understanding of what the impact is when you do this and what the impact is of when you do this. And the power when we do bring positive messaging into our lives, when we do have the belief in ourselves and we start to talk and, and look at life as everything being possible, the stories we tell ourselves are what are going to build our reality. Tell yourself a freaking great story. Yeah, no, you brought the great point. It's all about like what stories we tell to and you were, you got more aware about your messages, your emotions, and you start asking the right questions. Not like why this happened to me, but instead, like what I can do, what's, what's the emotions are serving me for the better. So I think that's the kind of very thin line there for about the awareness. Like be curious about your emotions and don't resist them. If you yeah. resist, it exists. So I will say like embrace whatever we're thinking. I think just uh, giving some time and be curious and each emotion we feel, I think it's a call to action. So that's how I learn. Like every emotion is a call to action. I, it's telling me I need to do something differently. I absolutely love that recognition. I agree with you 100% because I think so often we, especially when you look at like you were talking about going into the victim mentality, like that no part of that makes you feel good. Why would you want to sit in that space? I think we all want to feel good. I mean, that's kind of happiness you know why we go through everything we do because we enjoy the spaces where we are enjoying life do the things that feed that emotion no i think what you just said is perfect that's brilliant yeah no no thank you yeah no thanks for sharing that and other thing i was listening other podcasts the other day and the one line really stick to my mind is say Whenever you go through the emotions and negativity, just thoughts, you know, and tell tell your thoughts, you know, I don't believe you. It's so simple. Say, it I don't believe you. And actually, those are not real. I think we somehow get into so deep, we connect it, and we start behaving is real. And another, the quotes, uh, like from Tony's, uh, Tony Robbins, it says, you know, the our thoughts equal to emotion and emotion equal to our action and action equal to a quality of life. So we have a lot of control how we like quickly can change things, you know, and that yes. brings to the other topic meanings. 
And I want to get your perspective. Like, I learned a lot, like, what meaning we give it to our emotion, and that's how we start feeling. And when we feel a certain way, and then we start behaving. And I learned, I have a lot of some great example, too. And have you ever feel like, have you ever realized, like, you change the meaning for even for something, not something serious, but you started feeling differently? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I... uh just yesterday, you know, it's, it's amazing and it's powerful. Like you said, we have the stories we have. And when you can get to a space where you recognize what's going on, you recognize your response to it and you go, like you're talking about, that doesn't make me feel good. Like that's not the response I want to have. Maybe that's the response I'm conditioned to give, but that's not, that response is not going to bring me to the goal it is that I want to achieve. And when you can step back and really, really look at it, it is so freaking powerful to be able to step back and go, okay, so what is it that I want to do? What is it that I want to feel? How do I make that happen? Because like you were saying, it all starts here, right? It all starts with our thoughts. And if I know that, and I know that I'm in control of my thoughts and my thoughts control my feelings, my feelings control my actions, all of a sudden, guess what? You, just, you realize you've got power over all of it. Yeah, and no, I mean, that is so powerful. And since I learned that, and I feel like it's a very powerful tool and I always have with me. And since I, and more emotion I feel and deal with it, uh, better I feel next time. I mean, the emotions never stop, right? But the right. In- intensity of the emotion will be less, less time. If you resolve it, so we feel a less intense next time. So I think that that's a very powerful thing. And more we kind of suppress it, and then it's going to show up anyway. And more we avoid it, more we're going to feel it. So that's another yeah. segue to the thing is, you know, wherever our focus goes, the energy flow. So it's really on us, right? Wherever, have you ever noticed whenever we start focusing on something, anything, we start seeing that thing everywhere. And you can think about any car, anything, or if you heard any other, other day I heard another, some city name, and then after that I feel like everyone was talking about the city or something. So it's like <laughs> right. a focus thing. Everything uh, all the time is happening, but wherever we focus, our energy flows and we feel. So same way with emotions, if we can be more aware and just start focusing what we want, not like what we don't want. And then definitely our quality of life could be better. And uh, Yeah, and, and I'll share one of the tools that, that I use. I know you have an amazing framework around this, um, but one of the tools that I use is understanding too, like when my focus and I'm going into a space that I know I don't wanna be in, to shift that to intentionally bring things into my world, because this was after brain damage, one of the things I became really, really aware of, right? When it's your brain and it's damaged, all of a sudden you're hyper aware of everything that's happening in your space. Um, And so I got really, really present to the fact that music, just lyrics and music was impacting me. TV shows was impact, were impacting me. Um, you know, whatever it was that I was focusing on. So now knowing that 
I intentionally curate a life around me that brings in the vibes and the messages that I want to receive, right? And so as we're continuing, like that's going to impact our thoughts. And like you just said, thoughts, feelings, actions, that impacts our lives. Um, and so if I had a tip for anybody, especially if you're in a space and maybe you're not quite sure how to get out of it, maybe you, know, you have this natural re- reaction to whatever it is that you're doing, I actually keep a list and now it's more mental, but I used to write it down like, okay, in this situation, this is what I found helps me. I'll put on some music. I'll dance it out. I'll go for a run. Um, I will, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is for you. Um, but that can be incredibly powerful because then again, you're coming back to the understanding you have the power. These are your thoughts. Change them as you need to for whatever works best for you. No, that is, no, thank you for sharing. Yes, that is a very powerful tool, like feeling in control of mm. your thoughts, right? Like feel like you are in control and you have ability to change them and you have ability to feel differently. And I will, I will share like one of the thing and a lot of emotions, right? I feel like also comes from because of our like habits and patterns and also like limiting beliefs and a lot of like the childhood experiences. It, it, it's not, it's, it's a combination of a lot of things because we conditioned so long, many years with certain environments and we start believing those are true. And do you want to say something about that? Like, have you, I was Absolutely. I was listening I was listening <laughs> other day uh, to some of you and you also mentioned something like that. But for me, I was like, uh, really, I realize uh, I used to think I, I want to share one very uh, like just came to my mind. You know, when uh, before I moved to U.S. Uh, and this is very close to I never shared with <laughs> anyone my family member, but I have lost my. Um, my dad on Friday, my grandpa I lost on Friday, and one of my cousins on Friday. It's, it's just a Friday thing as a childhood. It stuck mm-hmm. in my mind, and for many years, I was just afraid of Fridays. The What meaning I give it, like Friday means, you know, it's something not good. And that time I was not aware of these things like how it impacts our thinking and emotion i didn't have any guidance i didn't have any resources i grew up with that and then i when i moved to here in uh, us and without knowing that i had that limiting belief it could resolve itself just by changing the environment when i came to us everyone was celebrating fridays wherever i worked <laughs> friday i see the big smile on their face and on Monday, everyone's like sad. And without even trying, coming to the different environment, I noticed I never, I don't, don't even remember when that belief was gone, and I had no, I'm not connected with that anymore. The day, and so if even without trying, changing the environment could help me with that belief, I had it for many, many years. And if we are aware about it, and if we have a power to change whenever we want, how our life could be different. 
Mm, and I love that too, because what I just got from what you said was you created this belief in your mind when you were young, yes. right? You get into this new situation and you recognize that, first of all, you created that belief. So in your power to create something different, but then putting yourself into that situation, like just into a different environment allows you to change that belief. And, and I love that um, explanation. And I will say too, for anybody listening to this, I don't think what Sad and I are saying in any of this is that changing our beliefs is an easy process. No, no, (laughs) especially if it's something you've held for years, this isn't something that like that happens like one day you just wake up and be like, oh, my thoughts are great. I'm just going to change them now. And, you know, you've developed that belief. You've developed those thoughts for years. It's going to take time to get through. And it isn't it isn't easy for me after brain damage. It wasn't easy, but it's baby steps. And you start to see little by little, I look at it. So I've got experience in the trading and investing education space. And so sometimes I look at things like you look at compounding interest, um, which is an interesting analogy. But if you look at compounding interest, you start to see that little by little, like incrementally at first, you don't see that big of an increase. But over time, it just just kind of. Oh my gosh, exponentially all of a sudden you start to see that all of a sudden everything has changed. And I feel like in this space, it is the same thing. You may not see, because it's, you know, up front, you may not see the giant leaps right away. But as you put in the time, eventually you just start to see life completely changes, takes on this whole new trajectory. And so being able to do that, being able to recognize that going through it, is so worth it, right? Yes. And that was something that I thought was so powerful when you reached out to me, the fact that I wished, I think I told you this, I wished I would have had you and your recognition as I was going through this because there weren't steps. That, like, there wasn't somebody saying, okay, yep, your thoughts are controlling your life, or at least not that I knew about. Here's some easy, actionable steps that you can take to make change. And... I think that that is incredibly powerful. That's something I'm, I'm applauding you for right Thank now. Thank you. No. Your journey through what you've learned. And as you say, it's a lifelong journey, right? And it's evolving. And once we evolve, we think, okay, now we're good with one belief and we got this. Something else shows up. And mm-hmm. like when I see my, as you said, it's not easy. But the first step is being aware about it. Like for for first of all, I, when I was not aware of it, yes, automatically kind of changing the environment, it happened. But when I invested in myself, started learning more about myself, then I kind of learned there's our tool available. We just need to, as you said, baby steps, one little step. And there's a one, one like it's a tool I learned in the one of the seminar triad. It's called uh, focus, meaning, and language. And so wherever you focus, your energy flows. So as we just discussed earlier, and then what uh, language you use, what story you tell, like, okay, if, if anything happened, oh, why this happening to me? Why I'm the only one? Instead of if you change the things around, okay, what I need to do in order to feel, as you were saying, like we need to ask the right questions. And 
everything together, whatever the meaning we get it, that's the meaning kind of our quality of life. So for change it, in order to change it, like there's a three part, change your physiology, change your focus, and change your language. So as you were earlier, you were saying like about the first, the music, the noise were impacted you, but then you made the decision, now I wanna kind of use it now for, because you, you learn about that part. So for me, like whenever I feel a little down or anything, music turns me on and it's everyone has something different for some people maybe uh, they can go out for a run or they can listen certain kind of uh, podcast video whatever like you know but for me if i can just dance for 15 minutes and turn to music i completely different person after that and that tools works really best for me and i'm not saying all the time the same thing sometimes yeah just the music turning on whatever we know we need to have our feel good menu customized for ourselves we need to know if we change but changing physiology is a great tool where if you sitting and if you feeling down and you have your shoulder down and face down there's guarantee you will be feeling worse and there's no you nobody gonna come and cheer you up and nobody can do so that's the first thing right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, and, and to layer off of what you just said, too, like getting out there and dancing. By the way, I love that. I'm the same way. <laughs> uh, but what I recognize, too, is is why not stay in that space, right? Yes. Why not, like, why wait until you feel bad to do that? Just keep your energy in that space of, oh, my gosh, dancing makes me feel good. So I'm going <laughs> to dance a few times a day. I don't care where I'm at. I do this. Um <laughs> It makes me feel good. Yeah. And so, you know, it. I think that that's, I mean, that's powerful. And I will say, you know, part of, uh, it may sound crazy, but I will tell you how freaking grateful I am that I got brain damage, that who I was before would have never had the recognition and brought me to where I am at now. Um, I was a super fear-based thinker. Like that was like, when you talk about the conditioning that we had, that was just the environment that I was brought up in. And so, as you were saying, look, with your change of environment, how that changed your beliefs, same here, same here. And and what I want to say to everybody is learn from satinized experience. You don't have to completely up and move into a different country. No. Right? You don't have to get like, hit by a car and suffer brain damage. But I think in any environment, when you can look at with somebody who's been there and has done it, has experienced and learn from them. First of all, it's incredibly powerful. I try to learn from as many people as possible. You know, that's, then you can start to change what's true for you without having to move countries, without having to like get hit by a car. Learn from the experience of others because, yeah, like I said, I, 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 grateful for what it is that you're doing yeah no you really brought another great point like we don't and that's our message we're trying to give here we don't want to wait you know to have something really hits us then we know that's yes but 
doesn't matter if you are in the corporate world and even day to day in the this autopilot schedule, busy schedule, you are figuring out everything around you, but except you, right? And we all yeah. do that. So I think just uh, start spending some quality time with ourselves, and just keep writing and journaling and be curious about your emotion and kind of recognizing, embrace your emotions, not try to avoid them. So these are the thing, if I think little baby step, as you said, if we start doing, that could be a very ripple effect later on, you start finding a lot of different tools for yourself. And tell me, Susie, a little bit about your routine. Is any daily routine which help you to uh, kind of stay connected with you and handling the emotions better? Absolutely. Um, I think that's powerful. And it's nothing that I was ever present to before. But um, what I have learned when I get up in the morning, it helps me to, first of all, set my mind in the right space. So I'll meditate, get quiet. I will journal, get out any thoughts that I, you know, need to get on paper that are spinning that aren't really helping me. Because what I want to do is set my mindset for the day. Like we talked about our thoughts, create our feelings, feelings, create our actions. I'm going to set up my day to be the best day it can possibly be. Then I make sure I get in some cardio and it's not like I'm going out. Well, I actually kind of do now, but that was a buildup when we talk about exponential. I mean, at first it was just literally whatever I could do, 10, 15, 20 minutes, light cardio, whether it's get up and go for a walk, but it is now a staple. It isn't even something that I have to convince myself to do anymore because it does make me feel so good to be able to do it right now. What it is that I'm doing is I go run. I live in kind of a hilly area. I run up a hill. I need something each morning. This is something that I find for me that challenges me because what that does for me in my mind is sets my mindset for the day that I can take on whatever the heck it is that I want to be able to take on. I've overcome that already today and I've pushed through something. And so it makes me feel powerful. I recommend whatever it is that works for anybody else. I make sure that during the day, if I start to notice my energy goes down, I bring it back up. Maybe I will go for a walk, maybe, you know, whatever it is, or music, like you were saying, dance it out. (laughs) But that's, I mean, that's what works best for me. And and again, in the evening too, I, I read, I am always doing something that I know or curate my thoughts for the life it is that I want to create. That's such a powerful thing you said. Thank you. Yeah. So when you look at what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want to learn, look at what the messaging is that you're bringing in. Look at what it is that you were reading. Look at the people that you were surrounding yourself with. Look at the music that you're listening to and what it is that you're doing. It's all to us. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you so much, really. You know, I feel like I can talk to you hours and hours and still, you know, kind of I'm really enjoying this conversation. And tell me, Susie, where people can find you. And if they want to reach out to you, they want to, you know, you're inspiring a lot of people. And I also saw about your, the app you are building, uh, Love, Love Out, Loud, 
Love Out Loud. Okay. Yes. Love Out Loud. And tell me a little bit about your, uh, like, how you're going to, you are inspiring uh, house planning with that app. Even I want to learn a little more about it. <laughs> well, and I think it just, I mean, I think it goes to speaking to both of our missions. We're trying to help people. Uh, you know, understand, get in touch with who they are, their emotions, and build better lives for themselves. How I'm doing that is through a gaming app. It's an augmented reality gaming app um, that we are creating. We're just out of ideation. But what it is going to do is kind of change the voice of what consistent messaging is coming at you every day. Now, this is not, it is a gaming app. People are going in, they're having fun. This is not a self-help app. But it's just like where we look at the messaging that social media gives us right now, how it literally chooses to diminish our self-worth to drive engagement, right? It's creating an environment where people feel like their value is based on the uh, approval of somebody else, changing how we look. And we've seen the impact that that has had on society and a whole generation. We're going to be changing that. So we'll be driving our message and our engagement through the opposite, through building people's self-worth because like i said what i have learned is the messaging that you're taking in every day incrementally starts to build like compounding interest and so if what we're taking in every day through social is we're not worth anything we're not worth anything we're not worth anything that's what we're building so we're going to be doing the opposite so that's that's what we're working on right now wow what is such a like a powerful thought and idea I think we need it in this world like you know where we are sometime with the social media we get so overwhelmed with to seeing something is not real everyone is talking about the things but nobody's understanding what's behind that it's kind of misleading messages there and it's it's social is such a powerful tool. I think it we is. If we that. know, if we can use it, the you know, the correct the right way. way. And that's just it. We are, we know this now. Maybe we didn't understand the global impact that it would have at the time when we created it. But I mean, we're literally setting it up for people to be able to, you know, create filters so they don't even look like themselves. To, yes, you know, exactly. Image focused. So yeah. We're changing that narrative. We're hoping to bring a new standard to the social scene. We're not going to tear down social media in any kind of way, but we want to we want to create a new narrative. That's our goal. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. And I know a lot of people will get inspired by that and we really much needed that. And Susie, uh, if anyone wants to reach out to, can they reach out to through LinkedIn for now or how yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. There's not like a I lot found of you. taxes in the world, so you're 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 good there. You can just search me. Um, and our website's pretty much right now just a landing page, but you can find us. Put in your email if you want to to continue and find out more about what we're doing at loveoutloud.app. App. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Susie, for uh, joining us today. I'm so glad to have you here. And thank you, thank you again. I loved our conversation. And, and everyone, uh, thank you for watching today's episode. 
And if you want to learn more about, uh, you want to learn more about me and you want to learn more about uh, our coaching services, then you can click the link below. And please don't forget to click subscribe so you won't miss all upcoming episodes. And yes, I mean, yes, we are not lost. We just need to take a pause and need to reconnect with our true inner self and start living a meaningful life and share, care, and be rare. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast player. If you ever have questions, visit unstoppablewithease.com or contact us at unstoppablewithease at gmail.com. Yes, we are not lost. We just need to take a pause and reconnect with ourselves to craft the life we want. Share, care, and be rare.